0: To throw it. And he's got the touchdown. Here's Brady's pass. It's Gratkowski. Oh, Max strips it. He is unbelievable.
1: Week 16 is in the books. The playoffs for NFL football are coming fast, like really fast. I'm super excited. I know you are as well, Isaac. Mm-hmm. This is the Taver Gridiron Podcast. I'm Steven here with Isaac once again. I want to start this way a little different, Isaac. I okay. know we didn't really kind of talk about this, and but John Madden. John Madden was an NFL Hall of Fame coach. He's a broadcasting icon. Mm-hmm. Face of the legendary Madden vintage NFL video game. Oh, that is amazing. I mean, I don't know if you can really say vintage now because it's still being made. Oh, yeah. It's been being made since the 90s, year in and year out. But the awesome, legendary broadcast icon, John Madden, has died at 85. And if you love football, you know who John Madden is. If, if you even like football just a little bit, Heck, if you don't even like sports, you know who John Madden is. You do. Like, everybody knows who John Madden is. I put together some highlights of some of his broadcast stuff, and I wanted to share that with you. Check it out.
0: Look at the determination. He reads run the whole way. He reads Humphrey the whole way. He takes off for the jump before Humphrey takes off for his jump. That is football. Didn't get it again. Didn't get it again. That's unbelievable. This is unbelievable. What in the heck is going on? One play here. Does he make up for it? this, it's a zone. It's a prevent defense. There's three backers around him. They release right there, and Steve Young throws a perfect pass oh, in there. Holy moly! There's a pigeon on the field. How did he get in there? Well, he wanted to, to get down there. He couldn't get a seat. He tried to get up above, and there was no place. The only place there was only that he could land was right there. He was in the middle of the action. I, I thought the it. shoe came off. I'll tell you, there's the throw. Johnson really has a beat, And there's a the pigeon was right there where Johnson was running. Huh. I think there were two pigeons there. Johnson's trying to run a post pattern. The pigeons get in the and they're still there that's you know, the old thing you can run down run down to the pigeon and turn left he wants to get in a fight you can't do that the quarterback you can't fight he got sacked. he was trying to throw a quick pass a quick hitch out here and then uh, gault was covered and then after he couldn't uh, had he thrown it he would have been intercepted he just had to hold it and take the sack hey, hey. True, you know, you don't hear about many quarterbacks being in fights. No, usually they're off, you know, you know, saying, telling everyone, calm down, calm down. See, I think it's that it's that extra hit there at the knee when Doug Reed came over the top. Then McMahon said, when you're a quarterback, the way you fight a guy is you throw the ball at him. Sean Taylor really came up on that one. You're gonna see Patrick Creighton, he's the he's the middle receiver, he's right in this group here, and you see he comes under control to catch that hook. And Sean Taylor, the safety, just comes up and unloads it. See see how heat does come out of the top of your head? Look at it, just coming off at Nate's head there. That's where it escapes. If you have heat in your body and you want to let it out, you take your hat off. Yeah. What you could do is, is you could have a barbecue on that head. Nate's got a lot of room to let it out. Yeah. I mean, you could cook like some burgers on there. Look at, Now you're talking. and This is football. When you yep. got steam coming out of your head and your mouth, now you're talking football. And you're controlling that offensive line. This is what it's all about. It's a playoff game. If you win, you go to the championship. Whoa, what are you talking about? That is great football. Gary Reasons on that drive made three of the best hits I've ever seen him make in his life. Or I've ever seen anyone make. And this is the best of the three best. Wow.
1: That is just a tiny glimpse of... Who John Madden was? I mean, how could you not like that, right, Isaac? I mean, how could you just not love John Madden? Mm-hmm. John Madden was a well-known Hall of Fame coach. I didn't—I didn't really know this until I really looked it up, Isaac. His record just outstanding: one hundred and three wins, thirty-two losses. Oh wow! Seven ties. I mean, the, the 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 record is just wow, absolutely amazing. He retired as a coach early. Went into broadcasting, and so many people just know him as broadcasting games for years upon years. I grew up listening to him, watching him. Uh, him and, and, and L. Michaels were my favorite. I know he was with a bunch of different people, but John Madden and L. Michaels, uh, that was some good stuff. Absolutely awesome. And then, of course, the video game. I mean, again, if you don't even like sports, if you're just a video game guy, you know who John Madden is. I mean, you're playing Madden games, Isaac. Here, I played them as a kid, you know, and that's just really cool to see. So he's had an impact in the game of football, has shaped football, has taught football, has helped people fall in love with football. So thanks, John, for the inspiration, for the love of football, for giving your talents for so many years over and over.
2: John Madden. All right, Isaac. Week sixteen of football. What do you got? Well, first off, I think we should talk about the Bears and the Seahawks game because finally, finally, the Bears have delivered. Finally, (gasps) I know miracles in Christmas time—Christmas miracle—and they beat the Seahawks. And this is—and I am happy that they just won, but they beat the Seahawks. Now we all know that the Seahawks haven't been doing very good this year. They haven't. Russell Wilson has been hurt. He's just not been himself. The whole team just hasn't been themselves and whatnot. But um, I'm still just over, not overjoyed. I don't think I Russell's really been the same since his injury. You're right. After that injury, I think he got affected, uh, not just physically, but I think mentally and his playing style has really degraded. I don't I do I don't think it's permanent. I think he'll be able to come back and really just keep work, keep working, and he'll be able to come back and be the Russell that we know but until then it's been pretty easy to get a win against the Seahawks and clearly if the bears have the same record as the Seahawks then there's a problem
1: right it isn't saying much that they beat the Seahawks but the fact that they did get the win is pretty awesome by one so yeah, but we started our third quarterback like uh, the team is struggling and the we team know that but I'm glad, glad to see Nick Foles in there, glad to see him. You know, and I keep saying for years that's what Nick Foles has done best is he's a great – sorry, Nick, and no disrespect, but I think he's a great cleanup quarterback. The teams that he's even been on, that he's won the Super Bowl on, he's coming in to kind of clean things up. And then the seasons that he's been the starter, he struggled and didn't play that well. I feel like he does a really good job just sitting on the sidelines, sitting on the bench, watching and analyzing, seeing like all the problems that are happening and going on, then getting thrown into a game and executing well.
2: Yeah, I think you're right about that because clearly we've seen he's been on multiple different teams. He's been all around the league. And the one thing that he's had in common in all of those different spots is in the thing that um, many quarterbacks, you see this all the time in the league, is they can be it just we talk about this all the time with the Patriots and the Buccaneers, and and especially the Bears. It's all about the like the environment, the coaching, the players, and how the overall team and like staff and how they operate things can affect a player. Because we saw Mitchell Trubisky on the Bears, he was horrible. I don't know, no offense, but he was horrible. And he goes to the Bills and he beats us forty-one to like twenty something and that was just we were shocked like how is he doing that he's a backup quarterback he's on the bills and he's thriving and we saw that with mac jones he's a rookie he goes to the patriots bill belichick is a fantastic coach he coaches him they're going to the they're going to the playoffs like that's just a crazy thing that happens and i think the thing that playoffs
1: happened, what are the playoffs i mean the bears do they even know what the playoffs are yeah i mean it's it, it's been a rough ride for sure. I agree with you, hundred percent, and and everything. What's crazy about that game? They played in Seattle. Now, if this was in Chicago, it would kind of be understandable.
2: They played in Seattle in the snow. They did, and it was that, an epic snow game. It was awesome, mm-hmm. but in Seattle, I know, right? Like that's the crazy thing because uh, Seattle they don't have a dome, and they and honestly, I think with these teams having domes. It's nice to have domes and you have their your your uh, artificial grass and stuff. But I think like when you're out in the elements and you're playing in the snow, that gives you an advantage because you're able to play in all sorts of environments because teams that have domes often aren't as um co- a- able to cope with other types of environments. They have a lot harder times with snow and that's often and that's not often their fault like if they're a team in like a southern climate and they're it's hotter and they don't get snow all the time that's fine you can't do anything about that but even with like rain and stuff like that it's just i i I like domes but I also like it when they are able to play in the snow and especially because with all these teams having domes now and you get to see a snow game that is always a treat like I always love seeing snow games it's always fun to see what's going to happen because a lot of the times with snow games this time it was chicago and seattle so they both are well acquainted with snow so they know how to deal with it but i love games where it's like a like uh like a texas team or like a georgia team or something like that and they go out and they're like and they're slipping and everything that's funny and that's
1: well it's cool i agree with you i i do like well i like the domes a lot of injuries happen, you know, especially like on the Bears field oh, where it's just that that's real grass true. and whatnot. I about but that. I could throw all that aside because I'm with you on that. There is something about just football played in the elements that makes it fun. And it adds another layer of skill to the players because mm-hmm. – and even the coaches. Like if you look at Bill Belichick a couple weeks ago – against the Buffalo Bills, like Mac Jones, what, remember, threw it three times? Oh, yeah. Because it was so, like, the blizzard and the snow and the wind and the sleet, and you had to do a different game plan of football and come up with a different way to win. I agree with you. I, I love the elements there. Thursday night football, what I don't really want to focus so much on Thursday night football It's just it kind of happens week in and week out. We talked about it a while ago with Justin Taylor and just – How teams struggle with sometimes blocking one particular person in a game, which is kind of wild. So if you look at the Titans and the 49ers, it it wasn't really a blowout game, but A.J. Brown, he comes back from an injury his first game and just lit up the field. He was all over the place. The 49ers had no answer for him. I mean, just piling up yards. And the Titans end up winning the game basically because of A.J. Brown. And it's just amazing to me. You're sitting there watching the game like, how do you allow one player to just totally dominate the entire game? Like, stop the guy. And they couldn't. And we see this, like, week in and week out with different players or different teams. And it's kind of
2: wild. It is pretty wild because you think, especially with, like, good teams, like, the 49ers are a good team. They got a nice offense. They got Jimmy Garoppolo. They got George Kittle. They got they got it put together. They're figured out. And it's really interesting to see that they one player pretty much stopped their whole team. It's not it's not even I mean, A.J. Brown is a great player, but he just came back from an injury and he just completely blew them out of the water. And since they're such a put together team, you'd think that they'd they'd like it click and they'd be like, oh, it's A.J. Brown, just double team him or something like that. But no, nothing clicked. They they tried, and they just could not Well, that's not right.
1: Once he beats you like so many times, wouldn't you just be like, all right, this guy's done. Somebody else is going to beat us this game. Like That would be my mentality, even as a, de- a de- defense guy. It would be, be like, hey, this guy's not beating us anymore. Somebody else has to step up and win this game. We're not letting him do it. And it just seems to not happen. Even again, Jonathan Taylor a while ago, several weeks ago, whatever mm-hmm. I like they could not stop him. Then you got the next guy, whether it's a quarterback, whether it's a sometimes it's even just the defensive guy of just okay, this guy's constantly disrupting on the line of scrimmage. Let's take him out of the game and make somebody else beat us. And they just seem to not do it. Dolphins. I, I know the dolphins aren't necessarily like the hot topic kind of a struggling team how far are they really gonna make it but what's cool about the Dolphins if you remember they were kind of on like on the bottom of our list for like so long because they started the season one and seven that's sad like yeah it was pretty sad but they literally have won seven games in a row now and they're currently eight and seven really Are they going to kind of change things around here? Yeah, like that's pretty amazing, actually, to be one in seven and then just to like say, hey, we are totally going to game change. And they're actually, to be honest, the first NFL team in history to go on a seven-game winning streak after losing seven games.
2: That's impressive. They're kind of – yeah, moving up. I don't know. What are your thoughts on the Dolphins? I mean, I've never really thought of the Dolphins as, like, an insane team that, like, you never really... Well, you liked. just
1: weren't around for them. I mean, Dan Marino and the Dolphins, I just got to say that right there, were amazing. And even prior to that, have some pretty epic
2: records. people older than me. But I agree. Like, currently, right now, yeah, Dolphins, age, struggling. I, uh, I I don't... I mean, I've heard of Dan Marino. I just never watched him and really just experienced that, but, um... From my perspective, uh, the Dolphins were never really just a team that you wanted to go out and see, and you're like, oh, the Dolphins, the Dolphins, not like a team like the Patriots or the Buccaneers or something like that. But now, you know, there's something to consider. They have a record of their own, and I'm sure they have a bunch of records with Dan Marino, but um, it's still really cool to see I mean, they are in the
1: playoff hunt as of right now. That can totally blow up and fall apart, but as of right now— I do want to talk a little bit of the playoff picture, but before we do that, Isaac, let's go ahead and and get a little scores here around the league, week 16. What's the score? Nothing nothing.
2: What's the score, here? What's, the score? What's
1: the score? What's the score? What's the
2: score? Time for score All right, so first off, we got the Dolphins and the Saints. This is a sad win, but cuz I love the Saints, but it's still crazy. The Dolphins beat the Saints 20 to 3. The Titans beat the 49ers with basically just AJ Brown 20 to 17. The Packers unfortunately beat the Browns 24 to 22. The Colts came on top of the Cardinals 22 to 16. The Colts have been very good lately. Uh, The Eagles with a big win against the Giants, 34-10. The Rams beat the Vikings, 30-23. The Bills beat the Patriots, 33-21. They now have equal records. The Buccaneers in an absolute blowout against the Panthers, 32-6. The Jets came on top of the Jaguars, 26-21. The Falcons beat the Lions in a pretty close game, 20-16. The Texans beat the Chargers in an upset forty one to twenty nine. The Bengals beat the Ravens as well, forty one to twenty one. The Bears in one of their first actual wins that have been satisfying twenty five to twenty four against the struggling Seahawks. The Chiefs unexpectedly beat the Steelers thirty six to ten. The Raiders came on top of the Broncos seventeen to thirteen. And last but not least, the Cowboys in a high scoring game against, the football the Washington football team 56 to 14 yeah that was crazy that was just walked
1: all over them. okay we only have a couple minutes left here so let's get this playoff picture the Chiefs are the only team right now in the AFC to have a playoff spot you go to the NFC and it's almost pretty much booked you got Packers Cowboys Rams Buccaneers and Cardinals are in the playoffs two more spots available on that side and it kind of can be anybody 49ers eagles vikings falcons saints washington i don't know i think that the 49ers are going to take that spot Mm -hmm. and to be honest i I don't know it really could be the vikings could do it they did lose adam thielen but it could be the vikings and the 49ers in that spot afc again is wide open anything can happen I think the Bills are going to make it in there. Patriots are going to be making it in there. There's just nothing is solidified as of right now. This next week is going to obviously say a lot, especially week 18 is going to be just epic. These next two weeks are going to be fun because it's just everybody battling out, especially on that AFC side of getting their spot and getting
2: in to make their run in the super bowl it's gonna be pretty epic it is gonna be very epic and we will love to have you guys back here to talk about it and we will see you next time